John Miller is our White House correspondent at uh, Blaze TV, host of the White House Brief. He has previously worked for Fox News, The Blaze, and Mercury Radio Arts, which is my company. He was actually my assistant uh, for a while and then a producer on my show. Uh, and we welcome to the program John Miller. Hello, John. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? Uh, I'm very good. Can you tell people who have not really been paying attention to Virginia exactly what is going on? Well, what's happening is very simple, and that is that Governor Blackface, Northam, is literally just trying to deprive, and along with the Virginia legislatures, trying to deprive the people of their Second Amendment rights. And, you know, just to rewind a bit and go back, you know, obviously, because it's at the state level, there's no electoral college. So basically what happened is you got Northern Virginia. Uh, Northern Virginia, if you don't know, Virginia is basically Washington, D.C., right? You got Northern Virginia, which is all blue. Because they don't have the Electoral College, Northern Virginia determined the state representatives. So you basically have all Democrats. So Virginia's representation went completely blue. However, the Virginia populace is remained sane, remained constitutionalists who just want to have their rights. And so now you've got the situation where the legislators are trying to turn the state blue and the citizens of Virginia are literally rising up against it because they are trying to to implement a number of anti-gun legislation such as red flag laws and limits on on so-called assault rifles, et cetera, et cetera, basically trying to disarm the citizens of Virginia. And so 90 out of 95, and that number is growing. You know, just recently I checked this morning, and the uh, Virginia Citizens Defense League has has uh, is keeping track. But a bunch of localities are jumping on by the day, if not by the hour, rising up against this and declaring themselves sanctuaries against these anti-gun, anti-self-defense legislations. And so on Lobby Day, which is on Martin Luther King Day on Monday, they have decided to they they, they had plans to show up at the Capitol in Richmond, and make their voices heard. That was the whole point, make their voices heard. Governor Blackface said, uh, no, I don't think so, waited till yesterday to, to declare a national emergency. And due to that national emergency, everyone who, decide, who, who was going to show up to the Capitol now is not able to show up with arms. They're going to have metal detectors, and you, are not, you will not be allowed on the grounds if you are carrying a firearm in self-defense, which is funny because this happened right after Antifa decided to make their presence be known. Antifa said, oh, well, we're going to show up at the rally. Everyone said, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if Antifa's really going to want to show up with tens of thousands, which are the numbers that they're expecting, citizens that are carrying. And so coincidentally, the governor then comes in and says, well, actually, we're not going to allow the citizens to carry at this demonstration. So uh, you've been saying this, Glenn. I, I, I really do. I hope not like you, but I do think this is a flashpoint. I do think this is uh, a really big deal because they're, they're, they're saying you cannot exercise your rights. And we know that. And instead of trying to de-escalate the situation, we are putting pressure. We're trying to escalate it. We're trying to make it worse. And we're trying to enrage the citizenry even more. So here's what's really interesting is um, you could say, hey, because of Antifa, we're afraid of skirmishes. Police will be out in numbers to make sure that these groups are, you know, separate or whatever. I mean, we've done it before. John, you were there when the Black Panthers threatened to walk through the crowd of 500,000 people. Remember that? Correct. Um, And it was all taken care of. There's easy ways to take care of it to where you say, look, you have your right. We have our right. You can do this, you know, and and it's all fine. 
Um, instead, what this governor has done is with if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, without talking about Antifa, he has instead started talking about white supremacist groups and 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 foreshadowing the the Nazi presence instead of saying, look, there's socialists over here with Antifa who are dedicated to, you know, um, you know, trouble. And then there is also the Nazis who have a long history, also socialists who have a history of trying to make trouble. We're going to protect the law abiding citizens who are here to voice a different opinion than mine on the right to bear arms. And they have every right to do that. Um, And if he would have said then we would ask that you don't bring any guns, I think it still would have bothered a lot of people It would bother me. But at least it would be understandable and fair. What he's doing is he is making all the law-abiding citizens of Virginia into white supremacists. I, I think that's I mean, sadly, that's exactly right. And I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Absolutely. But you're, you're absolutely right. And, he, and he's just rubbing the salt in the wound. I mean, last night, um, you know, me and a number of people... Uh, you know, we're just enraged by this because it's literally, you know, he's just putting his thumb in your eye and saying, I don't care about your rights. And I don't really even care about actually preventing violence. I am so hell bent on my position and my views on this that I'm going to rub it in your face and I'm going to use my power to do it. And there's really nothing you can do about it. And the question is whether that's actually the case, because what he's doing, literally, of course, it violates the Constitution. That's as clear as day. But it also violates Virginia code. Virginia has code 44-146-15 that prohibits um, of the governor in line with the Constitution of Virginia and of the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution from, uh, from prohibiting the rights of, of people to keep and bear arms as is guaranteed by the the respective constitutions. And I think that he has just made people even more mad. And then what he did is he compared it to Charlottesville. Oh, well, we're getting warnings about uh, behavior similar to what we saw in Charlottesville. Last time I checked in Charlottesville, nobody was getting shot. Nobody got shot. Somebody got hit, and it was tragic, got killed with a car. Uh, so are you banning cars uh, uh, to, to, to just you know, say, well, it looks like Charlottesville, and therefore we are going to prevent the people from carrying? It uh, does not seem like it's really going to solve the problem, and instead is just trying to make a political point that is escalating the situation to a point where I, I really think this could be the beginning of something, of something major. I mean, this is the litmus test for the country in terms of are we going to stand for our rights or are we not? And he is saying, here's my position. Are you going to challenge me on it? And if you are going to challenge me on it, how far are you willing to go? So do you know, um, first of all, what is the percentage of Virginia that is siding the towns? Uh, I mean, how much of Virginia is supporting the 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 right the to bear arms? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you've got 90. There's 95 counties in Virginia. Right. And 90 of them okay. are standing with the Second Amendment. Okay. 90 out of 95. Right. Now, so is where they stand. Has the leadership. I mean, the one thing that Martin Luther King did was the leadership was very clear and very vocal. You're with us and there is no violence and anything else. And I'm not suggesting that they would come out and be violent. 
But when pushed and provoked and made angry by the state and Antifa and being called a Nazi and having a Nazi come in, I mean, that is very it is a volatile situation where 90 percent or 90 of of 95 counties will feel like, wait a minute, I'm the one that's pushing for law and order. I'm the one pushing for the Constitution. I believe our our House, Senate and and, uh, governor are being anti-Constitution. Antifa doesn't believe in the Constitution. Neither do the Nazis. I'm the only one historically standing where Americans are standing, and I'm being lumped in as a rebel. And, and, and that's why this is so dangerous, because you, right, now you've gotten to a point where you've pushed the law-abiding citizens, you've pushed the people who are for law and order to a point where they're angry, to a point where they're mad, to a point where they're, they're ready to rise up. Right. And so, that's a really dangerous situation. So who's, leading the, who's the leading voice that is going to take the Martin Luther King role and say, this? we all lose if there's gunfight? We all lose. And we we have to be even if you get beaten in the I mean, this is what he said. They beat you in the head. They hit you with a fire hose. They sick a dog on you. Take it. Take it. Otherwise, Uh, you won't be the sympathetic party. Yeah. And, And that's and that's where I think this is strategic, because notice that that Northam announced this yesterday. All right, this happens on Monday, you know, the, the lobby day is Monday. He announced this yesterday. So there's really no time. Uh, you know, the, the Virginia Citizens Defense League, they are the, the organizers of this event. Um, and they're looking into it. They have their lawyers looking into it to look to, you know, how do we, how, how do we settle this in court so that we don't have um, a violent situation, so that we don't have clashes. Uh, and Northam intentionally announced this yesterday because they waited until now to do it. So um, so to answer your question, Glenn, I, that there is no, there, there, there's no time. There's no one voicing that because there hasn't been the organizational time to actually affect that because they're announcing all of this so late. And so I really think that this is an intentional effort to, to, to just, you know, escalate it, put their thumb in the eye of the people and see, you know, how, how messy can we make this? And that's why I, I honestly think that Northam is not doing this in good faith. Um, he's not trying to prevent violence. He's trying to show the American people, in his eyes, how evil these angry, evil right-wingers are. When Meanwhile, it's, it is people who are just trying to exercise their rights. But there's no time, Glenn. <laughs> and that's why there's no time to actually you know, have the kind of foresight and organizational thought of, like, how do we get this to be uh, you know, a peaceful event? And it needs to be. Yeah, and I don't think that there was... No forethought on that because they didn't think that people would. I mean, they know the people of Virginia. The American citizens who are constitutionalist in Virginia are just like they are in any other place. They are not for violence. They're not carrying their guns to shoot. They're carrying their guns because they can. Um, and I don't think the the um, the leadership necessarily thought because it's been peaceful. That's who we are as people. But when you corner us and then, I mean, it's it's a Reichstag moment. If you have Nazis, you have Antifa and you have somebody who is righteously pushed up against the wall. It doesn't matter. It what matters is what the government says and what the press says on what happens. 
Reichstag, who burned it down, didn't matter. The powers that be said, well, we have to go get them communists now. We got to round them all up because they blamed it on who they wanted to blame it on. Just like Northam is already blaming this situation, not on Antifa, not on socialists, the national socialists. He's just blanketing uh, everybody who's going to show up to this thing is a white supremacist. It's ugly. It's ugly. All right, John, thank you so much. I know you're going to be there, uh, and I appreciate your coverage. We'll, we'll watch this. I know you've been covering this uh, from the beginning, so we'll uh, make sure we keep track uh, with you on uh, the White House brief on Blaze TV. And, John, real quick, if you just wanted to step in and say which one was better, Glenn's interview of you or, honestly, my appearance <laughs> on your program yesterday. Stu was on my program yesterday. Great job, uh, and I think you know the show is going to be real fun. But if you if you haven't seen it, definitely. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put myself in that position. Nice try, Stu. See, see, see what I mean? Check uh, out the interview yesterday, though, on, yeah. on White hey. House Brief. Thanks a lot, John. <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh, Thanks, John guys. Miller is one of the smartest guys I know. Just a heads up to the good folks at our uh, affiliate in Richmond, Virginia, WRVA. Uh, I'd like to see if if I uh, can broadcast from Richmond on Monday. Uh, so if somebody hasn't already called you, stand by your phone because they will. Uh, I think this is a historic moment. Uh, and if the people of Virginia uh, can take a kick in the head, uh, it will it will work to their advantage if the Nazis, who I don't think are going to show up, uh, or the or Antifa, which I also don't think will show up, if if they have their way, it'll be a free for all, and it'll all be blamed on the people who believe in the Second Amendment and are constitutionalists. You'd almost like to see uh, a little bit of distance between the way your governor runs your state and the way Antifa would run the state if they were governor. Yeah. And here you're not seeing a lot of distance. No. You're seeing everything blamed on the citizens. You're taking away their Second Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just for a short time, though. Uh, Just a quick quick, uh, exception. Now, God forbid anything happens, then, of course, it'll get longer uh, and more and more things will be passed. And that's been their goal since the beginning. And And because it was so... Uh, possible with the legislature changing that's a big reason why governor blackface doesn't pay the penalty for having blackface like everyone else you know would and should right he's he does yeah and does um you know we were talking about the tattoo uh reality show judge that lost his job because as a halloween costume dressed up the same exact way jimmy kimmel does uh on national television and he gets he loses his job Jimmy what, Kimmel didn't. Jimmy Kimmel didn't lose his job. Northam is too important, right? They want to push all these things through and think of what they have on him. I mean, they could eject him at any time for these photos. And they're going to hold him hostage. Even if he doesn't think it's the right thing to do, they're going to make him do every little bit of this. And, of course, I think he fully agrees with it anyway. Uh, you'd like to see some light between Antifa's governance style and your own governor. But it doesn't seem to be much different right well, now. Well, it's it's amazing because it seems like you have socialist in the government, socialist in Antifa, socialist with the Nazis, and then constitutionalist in the rest of the state. Welcome to the uh, program. Really glad you're here. I'm gonna, I would love to talk to you in Virginia if you are... 
uh, active in this movement of 90 counties out of 95 in Virginia that are saying these are sanctuary counties for the Second Amendment. Uh, and there was a march planned and still is a plan uh, for this march on the Capitol in Richmond. Uh, and I hope to be there uh, just to report on it and to uh, and to witness it. Um, but uh, it's it's turning into something uh, bigger. And I think Virginia and I've said this now for the last six months as I've watched this grow. I think Virginia is going to be leading the way on the Second Amendment. And that could be a bad way or a good way. It depends on, you know, it's a Reichstag fire. It depends on what happens. Um, this this rally on Monday, they say Antifa. Uh, Antifa has declared that they are coming. And uh, the governor has said, well, all these white supremacists are coming. And so we've got to protect the Capitol. And he's declared a state of an emergency. I, I don't know. I have not seen the evidence that white supremacists are coming. Uh, and if they are, white supremacists are usually Nazis and Nazis are socialists. So you've got a socialist group of Antifa and a socialist group of the Nazis, and they're coming to cause trouble. Meanwhile, the citizens of Virginia are just coming peacefully to say, stop it. Stop it. We agree with the Constitution of the United States. Let me go to Richmond. Uh, I'm sorry, Richard in Virginia. Hello, Richard. Hello, Glenn. Are you part of this movement in Virginia? Uh, yes, sir. I plan on being there Monday. Okay. Um, you know, we all of us here in Virginia are really getting fed up with the way all of this is going and we we want our voices heard. So and, and what do you mean you're what do you mean you're getting fed up with the way this is going? Like the way all of the state legislators are trying to ramrod these gun laws down our throats that we don't feel are constitutional. Okay. And which gun laws are those for because most Americans are not paying attention to what's happening in Virginia. So explain it to the rest of the country. What what have they done? What are they what are they actually doing? Well, they're trying to pass, of course, the red flag laws that have been passed in many right. other states. I believe New York, Maryland, California. Um, they were trying to put an assault weapons ban, basically any weapon that was, could carry a magazine of over 10 rounds. Um, you know, they were, they were trying to say handguns, pistols, a good old Ruger 1022 that you learned to shoot on when you were a kid. I taught my daughter to shoot with would have right. been illegal. Right. You know, and we, we just feel that they're, they're intruding on our rights. And, um, have you heard, uh, Richard from, uh, you know, white supremacists, have you seen that in Virginia that we're, we're, you know, the Nazis are coming because it, it really, and I'm not a Virginian, so I, I can't imagine how you feel, but when you see the governor say this is a white supremacist movement, uh, boy, that would really piss me off as a Virginian. Yeah, no, the Virginia Citizens Defense League that has put this whole thing together and has been doing this since 2003, uh, they have been putting out releases for probably two or three weeks now asking people to be mindful and not to you know, feed into anything, anybody that might be coming, you know, any plants or anything Excellent. like that. Nobody's Excellent. been talking about white supremacists or anything. You know, I know blacks, whites, Asians, 
American Indian groups that are planning on going to this event to protect our rights. uh, Richard, thank you so much. Let me go to Jesse, also in Virginia. You plan on attending the rally? Yes, sir, I am. And uh, tell me what your point of view is and why you're going and and what you think of this state of emergency. Well, sir, I I don't really like it. I think this is an all-out assault on Second Amendment supporters in my state. Um, I'm showing up because I care about my rights and I care about passing along the rights to the next generation, to my children. And and what is it that uh, uh, what is it that you feel about what the governor is doing, and how do you plan on responding to the state of emergency and uh, taking away your right to bear an arm on Monday at this rally? Well, Glenn, I, I mean, absolutely, obviously, I don't support it. I, I think that uh, he's a tyrant. I think they're going about this the wrong way, and his rhetoric in the last twenty four hours is doing nothing but provoking us. Now, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm bringing a group with me, and we're not going to start trouble. We're going to be heard. We're going so that the people in Richmond hear our voices. I feel like in my part of Virginia, in the Shenandoah Valley, we are the forgotten men and women. Yes. that's, And I feel like nobody listens to our side of the state. So and it's time that they hear from us. Are you are you coming with weapons or not? Uh, well, Glenn, I tell you what, we're on a national t- our national program here. I don't think I'm going to get into that too much. I support people to carry their weapons. I do not support people breaking the law. I don't want any patriots to be arrested. So I'm not going to get into that particularly. But uh, let's just say I'm a patriot. Okay. Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate it. Um, if I may uh, interject my opinion, and I'm not a Virginian, but uh, I will, uh, I will tell you, uh, you will lose the battle if you come with your guns, unless you come with your guns intentionally to be arrested, and you are arrested peacefully. Um, uh, you you have to have the American people on your side and anyone uh, who is carrying a gun um, uh, in that crowd is going to be painted as an extremist. And, uh, you know, this is your first real introduction to the United States. Most Americans are not paying attention to what's happening in Virginia. And I know that, that, that you are way down this road in Virginia. But America, you need the rest of America on your side. And I, I urge you, urge you to spend a lot of time on your weekend, uh, this weekend together on your knees, praying for the strength to tolerate whatever may be thrown your way. Um, because this is a photo op. That's all this is. This is a photo op, and it will either go in your favor or against, and you have to be so absolutely spotless. Uh, And I know how the press is, and I know they're going to twist it any way they want, but the majority, you must look good and decent and wholesome and families. And I know that's saying something, too, to bring your family into it. But uh, uh, you have to look like the ordinary American that just believes in the Constitution and you are standing up for your family's rights.
uh, and the God-given rights. And anybody who is, is, is encouraging you to play that any other way, I would stay away from, a long, long way away from. I'd love to hear from more people in Virginia. We have some uh, waiting. We'll take your phone calls, 888-727-BECK. We're also going to tell you they're in the Senate. They're uh, debating the Mexico-Canadian trade agreement. Uh, so we will we'll, uh, continue to watch that. But John Roberts is being called now to the Senate to be seated and sworn in for the trial. And once that begins... No other business in the Senate can happen until that trial is over. It's a historic day and could be a historic week next week and this week um, uh, here in America. And we will be there and we will cover all of it for you. And we'll be back in just a minute. First. So today at 5 o'clock, we have a show you do not want to miss as we get ready for the impeachment uh, trial now in the Senate. Um, I have Carter Page on in studio. Um, mm. Carter Page played a huge role in, in at least for the Democrats, uh, in getting the FISA uh, warrants. It turns out all of it was lies on him, uh, and that's not what was going on, and... Where does he get his reputation back tonight? A fascinating conversation of a guy kind of in a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Carter Page. It seems like uh, every once in a while when you have these really big stories that blow up, there's these side characters who get their reputation ruined and you find out later, oh, they didn't really do anything wrong. And then you look back at it and you're like, oh, well, that guy got trashed, but we all moved on. Yeah. He's, it seems like he might be in that car- that category. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. And and it, uh, uh, he is on really to warn people, this could happen to you. Hmm. You don't have to be, you know, in the White House. This stuff with the FISA report is 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 happening all over the country. And I think it's really out of control, and we'll have more on that uh, in the coming weeks. But make sure you're watching tonight, 5 o'clock, only on Blaze TV, special guest Carter Page. Let me take another phone call from Mark in Virginia. Uh, You were at a Sanctuary City meeting on Monday night. What happened? I was. Well, let let me go back to December. We overflowed our city council, and they had to reschedule just for this. So they did it, and, and one of our council members had it moved to the big high school here in town in Lynchburg, and we had over a 1,000 people there, Glenn. And I have to tell you, even before the meeting officially got started, they tried to change the rules of that meeting. And I'll tell you, the crowd got pretty rowdy, and two, there was only two on council that, that's, are, that ended up voting at the end of the night. We went till 2.30 in the morning. Wow. And, I, and I have to tell you, Glenn, when, when the meeting was over downtown back in December and they had voted to have the second meeting, and you have to imagine they're talking about streets and all this kind of thing. After all the Second Amendment people leave, the city council, either the mayor or the vice mayor, tried to turn over that vote to have the second meeting. And oh so they my tried gosh. to silence us after we left the meeting. So everybody, and I couldn't stay because I'm a working man. I couldn't stay it late. But everybody behaved themselves. There's a lot of women, uh, moms, single moms that got up there and spoke for the Second Amendment. Some of them got up and, you know, said we don't want to be a sanctuary city and this is why. But, Glenn, over 90 
cities and county or uh, cities and townships here in in Virginia have decided it, it's a symbol. It's it's not like we're going to fight Richmond. It's a, it's a symbolic act. And right now, if we don't at least take that symbolic act, I, I fear for what's going to happen even on Monday. Now that you're talking about Antifa coming and. Glenn, I, I meant for young men because we have a lot of colleges here in town. You spoke at one of our universities here a few years ago. And, uh, you know, we had to have a mm. frank talk. He's a local boy. And I said, there may come a time, young man, where we are going to have to decide as Christian men what we're going to do if they decide to take our guns. And, Glenn, that, that is, I'm getting chills just making that statement. Well, Mark, um, now is not the time uh, to make that. And I appreciate those who are going on Monday and uh, we're getting calls and tweets and everything else from people saying, I'm bringing my gun, but I'm not going on to the property of the government. I'll be on the other side. Man, that's totally cool. Um, uh, but I would uh, I would urge you to make sure that the moms and the kids are there as well. Uh, and they are. Uh, up front and seen so it's not able to be painted as an angry white group of people because that's exactly how it will be painted and you know that but anytime anybody is falling out of line this you have to remember you guys have gone through this and you are really really sick of it and i get it but america has not been there their first exposure to you will be wall-to-wall coverage of any kind of craziness that goes on and then it will be over because that will be your first introduction to the american people this needs to be peaceful it needs to be uh, every every member of the conservative press needs to report on this needs to cover it as much as they can needs to publish pictures of it as much as they can uh and um and show the people of america that the people of Virginia are no different than they are. Uh, they're just tired of being told uh, exactly what to do. So are any of the, uh, Charlie, now I've only got a couple of seconds. Are any of the city councils, uh, he's gone? All right, we'll, we'll go to it. I, what I want to know from somebody in Virginia, are all the city councils or the township councils, are they all like that? Are they, are they all rejecting the the voice of the people or are some of these city councils with the people and are they going as well are people speaking as towns or is it still just individuals more in a second you're listening to glenn beck